The Witcher, Last Wish, Chapter 5, finally. Part 1, Finally. The Voice of Reason. Geralt? Hey, are you in there? He raised his head from the coarse, yellowed pages of the History of the World by Roderick de November, an interesting, if controversial, work which he had been studying since the previous day. Yes, I am. What's happened, Neneke? Do you need me? You have a guest. Again? Who is it this time? Duke Hereward himself? No, it's Dandelion this time. Your fellow. Dandelion? That, <laughs> that okay. idler, parasite, good for nothing, that priest of art, that bright shining star of the ballad and love poem. As usual, he's radiant with fame, puffed up like a pig's bladder and stinking of beer. Do you want to see him? Of course, he's my friend, after all. I feel like you need to have a little bit more sarcasm in the way that you say that, like, uh, like, like you're being, like you're being unironic. <laughs> um, all right, let me see if I can. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll get this. Hold on. Do everybody it. I'm wait. not even gonna. I'm not even gonna help. Everybody, I'm not even everybody help. wait. Everybody wait. Everybody just, just stop pressuring me. <clears throat> of course. He is my friend, after all. Eh. Ah, that, was, that was better. Eh. That was better. I'll take eh. it. Nineke it wasn't better, but shrugged <laughs> her shoulders. I can't understand that friendship. He is your absolute opposite. Opposites attract. Obviously. There, he's coming. She indicated with her head. Your famous poet. So, all right, all right, all right. First of all, do you know where you are? You and we are in an endless epic dark tale. Shit. Oh, oh, almost <laughs> lost it. All right. And here there be spooky dragons. I, I messed myself up when I did that <laughs> long pause. <laughs> you, we. Hold on, wait. Where where are we? Uh, okay, so so this this person is the inspiration for the bard in ah okay the show yeah yeah got in it. the show got it um though it seems like they combined him and the bard from cuz i actually don't know what the bard's name is in uh in the show so hang on a second hang on hang on hanging hanging on I'll read my part while you, uh, go ahead. While you look go that ahead, up. He really is a famous poet, Nenake. Surely you're not claiming you've never heard his ballads. And that's all I have. That's my line. There you go. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was Actually, wonderful. yeah, I don't. I don't remember the poet or the bard's name. Actually, don't remember anybody's name in the show. So, except for Carol's. It's not that shocking. nothing uh yeah i've, I've found the um he should, he should be pretty high up there right isn't he pretty main like yeah he's in, he's in oh there he is there he is uh i had to find i had to find it his name is jaskier there's so there's no one in the book by that name yeah at least not yes not that we've met true, so far <laughs> true I do remember this character from uh, from the game. Uh, no, from from the book, the the one we're about to meet. Mm, okay, but I don't I don't know if he actually has a character in. Yeah, okay, so it says it right here. Uh, Dandelion's Polish name is Jaskier, which literally means buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Jaskier is is intended to be Dandelion. Okay. So, because I remember Dandelion, which is why I like I made note for this episode that he he is who was who inspired Jaskier's character, 
but I, I, I hadn't looked up whether or not he actually had I wonder like why, a direct relation at all. I wonder why they didn't just make him... Oh, shit. Why they didn't just make him this character. Like, why the variance? Like, what, what did that do? I guess because they had a random bard at the... Uh, the, like, hall. It gave them an excuse to... To put Jaskier, like, in... in yeah, there. yeah, <laughs> I guess. Fair enough. Uh, I'm not 100% sure why, What else? But yeah. Yeah, they've made a lot of questionable casting and story decisions for uh, for the series, <laughs> as, so... As is harped on just about every episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I've heard them. The priestess winced. Yes, indeed. Well... I don't know much about it, but maybe the ability to jump from touching lyricism to obscenities so easily is a talent. Never mind. Forgive me, but I won't keep you company. I'm not in the mood for either his poetry or his vulgar jokes. A peal of laughter and the strumming of a lute resounded in the corridor, and there, on the threshold of the library, stood Dandelion in a lilac jerkin with lace cuffs and his hat askew. The troubadour bowed exaggeratedly at the sight of Neneke, the heron feather pinned to his hat, sweeping the floor. <clears throat> My deepest respects, venerable mother. Uh, he winced. He whined stupidly. Praise be to the great Militilli and the priestesses of the spring of virtue and wisdom. <clears throat> Stop talking bullshit, snorted <laughs> Neneke, and don't call me mother. The very idea that you could be my son fills me with horror. <laughs> she turned on her heel and left, her trailing robe rustling, Dandelion, aping her, sketched a parody bow. Uh, uh, she hasn't changed, he said cheerfully. She still can't take a joke. Furious because I chatted a bit to the gatekeeper when I got here. A pretty blonde with long lashes and a virgin's plate reaching down her cute little bottom, which it would be a sin not to pinch. So I did, and <laughs> Neneke, wow. who had just arrived. Ah, what the deuce. Greetings, Geralt. Greetings, Dandelion. How did you know I was here? The poet straightened himself and yanked his trousers up. I was in Wizen, he said. I heard about the Striga and that you were wounded. I guess that you would come... To oh, we're back here. Oh my recuperate. Gosh. Did not realize uh, this, I, is, this was the timeline we were on. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I see you're, you're well now. Are you? You see correctly. But try explaining that to Nineke. Sit. Let's talk. He's also he's much more he's much more uh, amicable with. Oh, with, with, with Geralt. Yeah. Like no. He's always try like he's constantly trying to be Geralt's friend. Right. Geralt does not treat him this well in in the show. <laughs> right, right, right. Like they have a very strained relationship at best in yeah. the show. <laughs> Dandelion, yeah, I, I wonder. I wonder why they felt the need to change that. That's. I don't. That's, I don't uh, actually know because it it creates it does create some drama in the show. Right. But it doesn't. It. I don't know. It doesn't feel. You're right. It doesn't feel necessary at all. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like they needed to do that. But yeah. what do we know, you know? Yeah, we're not writers. We There's are some not guys writers. who sit here and <laughs> criticize how poorly they used uh, Henry Calvin. Right. I mean, it seems Dandelion, to be his forte, though, to be fair. Like, the to only be poorly movie used. Yeah. yeah, I was like, the only, the only movie I've seen him in that, like, I like I felt like, yeah, that was a great fucking part for him was uh, Mission Impossible. Did you ever watch that one? Uh, no, actually, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, he he's uh, yeah in, in Mission Impossible, um, like Fallout, I think is what. Yeah, Mission Impossible Fallout, he plays in that. Can't, I can't wait really, to see Mission Impossible really Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> Dude, 
I, oh, sorry, I know this is kind of, I, I would love a Fallout game, or sorry, a Fallout movie. There, there, there's, they have one that's coming out. Oh, we did talk about that, didn't we? There, so there's a Fallout movie and a Borderlands movie that are both. Oh, movies. Borderlands, that's, oh, we, no, yeah, yeah, we talked about Borderlands, not Fallout. Dude, there's a Fallout movie? Yeah, I'm afraid to look, I've, I, like, I've known about it for a month, and I'm afraid to look at the casting, because I'm, I'm going to look I'm it very, up. I would love a, I'm very I, what I hope, though, is that they, they don't try to, like, they, they just need to make a movie in the Fallout universe, not make it, try to make it based off the game. Yeah, because like, there's, there's, pl there's plenty of strife that goes on well, there's, in Fallout that there's they could so make many, a Fallout. There's so many side stories that you could, enter and, like, there's so many side stories that are intertwined. There's so many main right. stories that are intertwined that you would, yeah, there's, you don't have to try to make it like the game. You can literally just take the lore and and stories that you come across. You know what Dude, I want? Dude, just based off of the computers alone and like the, the entries, oh, yeah, you could yeah. make a movie. They could make, they could make movies based off of what goes on inside of the vaults. Oh my God, yeah. 100%. They could make a whole TV, like a whole uh, they could make black black glass or black mirror black black mirror, style yeah. yeah, style TV series about yeah. what happens in the vaults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every episode would be like an hour and a half long, and it would just be that would one be, vault oh, per episode. That would be so sick, dude. Dude. <laughs> That's what yes. I want. Because, yeah, because I don't want to see, I don't want to see character traversing, you know, where you whatever game they decide X to character pick from traversing you know capital yeah. wasteland yeah. Mojave, whatever yeah right i don't because we, I don't we have we that. have those stories those are we the games yeah those are the games <laughs> i i want to see i want to see a movie on uh, and i just want the film to be called the republic of dave oh dude <laughs> 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 yes or or, or 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 the ballad of herald i don't remember that which one was that so, I don't know if you've ever actually met Harold, because we didn't get there in your playthrough of Fallout 3. No, not 3. I thought it was New Vegas. Harold sounds very no, familiar. No. You, there is no Harold in Fallout New Vegas. Harold is only in Fallout 3. He's only a, in he's, Fallout 3. He's a ghoul, he though, dies, right? Kind of. That sounds super familiar. I don't know. Did we did we get to the, to the Green Keeper's keep? in your playthrough of Fallout 3? That was so long ago. I don't remember. Uh, you would remember Harold if you met Harold because he's a giant tree. <sighs> that sound... Oh, God. So, Harold Harold has made more consecutive appearances in games than any other character because he's in Fallout 1, he's in Fallout 2, he's in Fallout Tactics, and he's in Fallout 3. And keep huh. in mind that those games are, are all about 200 years apart collectively. Right, 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 right. From the oldest to the newest. Huh. That's crazy. And uh, when you first meet Harold in Fallout 1, he's a ghoul with a tiny, like, leaf growing out of his head. And then by the time we get to Fallout 3, he has uh, he has become a full-blown tree. God, I God, their storytelling was so good. Their storytelling yeah. was so good. Well, and see, but th but that's that's all Obsidian, though. Like that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that, th th dude. Bethesda I'm... is not good at storytelling. Bethesda is yeah. terrible at storytelling. Yeah. But Obsidian, Obsidian was spectacular. Obsidian was so good at storytelling that Bethesda managed to milk three whole games worth of story out of them before they ran out of story. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny. They managed to milk three whole games worth of residual storytelling. Out of what Obsidian did, right? Before they ran out. That's that's so funny. It's yeah. So sad, but true. But yeah, no. So like, the Ballad of Harold would be so crazy because like, it, it, he 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 ends up getting covered. He he's a ghoul who gets covered in FEV, and FEV is the forced evolutionary virus, right? Right. Uh, which is what makes the super mutants. Mm -hmm. Um, and him and the guy who he's with end up like sort of falling into a vat of this stuff right and his friend ends up being the villain from fallout one who is oh, referred wow. to as the master yeah, yeah and he fell into a giant vat of fev but rather than mutating he kind of just became goop and then that goop started mutating and integrating with the computer circuitries of the fev factory 
until oh, he was literally shit. completely integrated into the computers. Yeah. That's awesome. God, that's such... That's so good, dude. That's so good. <laughs> God, I love their stories. Uh, and he's creating super mutants because super mutants are immune to radiation. Right. And he thinks that what he's doing is pushing human evolution. Right, right. But the problem is, is that one, super mutants almost always go completely batshit crazy. Yeah. Two, they're completely sterile. They cannot reproduce. And, and three, they only ever create males. Like, they all mutate into males. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, that makes sense because I, I, you never see a female super mutant. Um, yeah, the, any most females that are exposed to FEV die, and the ones that don't huh. take on male characteristics. Yeah, that was really bizarre. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just talking, it was just like load, that load. Was, that load. was the master who didn't want us revealing his secrets. Yeah, literally. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that's the. But just to kind of top this point off, there, yeah. They, they have a lot of stories they could tell in just right. like don't even go to don't even go to game one two or tactics don't even go to four like literally in three and new vegas alone they could make six different series and i'm being conservative with that and probably like five or ten movies yeah so and uh harold he, the little leaf on his head he calls Bob and Bob apparently talks to him hmm. and then it gets to a point where, where Bob starts deciding what they do so yeah so to, to finish up like Harold's little uh, saga right like every time you see him in Fallout so when you see him in Fallout 1 he's got like a little like branch with some leaves on his head and then when you see him in Fallout 2 it's become like a like a much bigger tree like it's taking up a good chunk of his head and he's got like a split in his skull right uh and then when you see him in tactics like he's only seen for a little bit in tactics and most of harold's stuff in tactics is like it's like cut content but he gets all over the 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 wastelands right like he's he's all over he's primarily out in uh out in california but he also ends up out in obviously the capital wasteland because that's where fallout 3 takes place right right uh, but yeah, so eventually Bob just takes root and they become a full-on tree. And uh, your mission once you get there is um, they because the the, the 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 green keepers worship Harold as though he's a god. That's funny. <laughs> because Harold's body being implanted in the ground has introduced FEV into the ground, so oh, it's caused shit. like plants and shit to grow in the general vicinity of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so at first, these cultists, they're just like, oh, he's a god, clearly, like, he's the great, he's the green one, right? Like, yeah. he's bringing, he's bringing plant life back to the wasteland. The so, one. so, you know, they're, they're, they're very keen on, like, worshipping Harold, but then it starts to get to, like, a weird point where they wear his, like, broken branches as most cults do <laughs> and they drink the sap that comes out of his body <laughs> yummy <laughs> which is like hallucinogenic because it has a combination of irradiated blood and fev in it. nice nice <laughs> solid doing, doing so, good by this point harold uh is like suffering so he asks you to kill him <laughs> oh god that's god that's so dark that that's a <laughs> The Fallout games are so dark. <laughs> yeah, well, because basically, like, the Bob has taken so much over his body that, like, his body is no longer together, and portions of his body are now spread throughout Bob's root system because as Bob grew, he took parts of Harold's body with him. And his nervous system is still intact. Yeah, completely intact. That's... Yeah, yeah I can imagine. Yeah, so they, uh, that's, that's got to be pretty... Uh pretty miserable yeah. so so what what harold asks you to do is he asks you to just uh to to go underground to his heart and kill him yeah and there are there are you can either refuse to do this in which case um you know like you're obviously just leaving him there suffering um or you can decide to kill him in which case you're then you're cast out from that place you're you they like they they 
none of the people will talk to you anymore. Yeah. Or you could do the absolutely terrible thing, and it is an option that allows you to complete the quest, is you can burn Harold alive. Oh, God. <laughs> and he's terrified of fire. So. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can you can talk to him a little bit, and he, like you find out... And he mentions it in Fallout 1, too, that he's afraid of fire. Yeah. Um, and th Bethesda saw fit to code it into the game that you could kill him with fire and that be a viable way to complete the quest. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I thought just, not just him asking you to kill him was dark. No, no, no. It gets yeah, worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and, it, and it's horrible when you burn him. Like he, he likes, He's like screaming through the whole... It lasts like a solid two minutes geez. of him just like screaming as he burns alive. <laughs> well, to come back on the point, um, there's a lot of stories in Fallout that they can make a movie out of. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Dozens... Hey, you want to read? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Dandelion know. sat and peeped into the book lying on the lectern. History, he smiled. Roderick de November? I've read him, have I? I have. History was second on my list of subjects when I was studying at the ARG. Academy of Oxenfurt. What was first? Geography, said the poet seriously. The atlas was bigger and it was easier to hide a demijohn of vodka behind. God damn. Sounds That's like funny. Most, most people in the 21st century. Yep. Uh, Pretty much. Geralt laughed dryly, got up, removed Lunin and Triss the arcane mysteries of magic and alchemy from the shelf and pulled the round-bellied vessel wrapped in straw from behind the bulky volume into the light of day. Oh-ho! The bard visibly cheered up. Wisdom and inspiration, I see, are still to be found in libraries. Oh-ho-ho-ho! I like this plum, isn't it? Yes, it's true alchemy. This is a philosopher's stone well worth studying. Your health, brother. Oh, it's strong as the plague. What brings you here? Geralt took the Demijohn over from the poet, took a sip and started to cough, fingering his bandaged neck. This is me? Oh. Mm -hmm. Where are you going? What the? Where's that? Nowhere. Uh, that is, I could go where you're going. I could keep you company. Do you intend to stay here long? Not long. The local duke let it be known I'm not welcome. Howard. Dandelion knew all the kings, princes, lords, and feudal lords. From Yoga, the Dragon Mountains. From Yoga to the Dragon Mountains. Don't give a damn. He won't dare fall foul of Neneke or Militile. The people would set fire to his castle. I don't want any trouble. I've been sitting here for too long anyway. I'm going south, Dandelion. Far south. I won't find any work here. Civilizations. What the hell do they need a witcher for here? When I ask after employment... They look at me as if I'm a freak. What are you talking about? What civilization? I crossed Buena a week ago and heard all sorts of stories as I rode through the country. Apparently there are water sprites here, mirror fawns, chimera, flying drakes, every possible filth. You should be up to your ears in work. Stories. Well, I've heard them too. Half of them are either made up or exaggerated. No, Dandelion. The world is changing. Something's coming to an end. The poet took a long pull at the Demijohn, narrowed his eyes, and sighed heavily. Are you crying over your sad fate as a witcher again? As and philosophizing on top of that? I perceive the disastrous effect of inappropriate literature. 
Because the fact that the world is changing occurred even to that old fart Roderick de November. The changeability of the world is, as it happens, the only thesis in this treatise you can agree with. But it's not so innovative that you have to ply me with it and put on a face of a great thinker, which doesn't suit you in the least. Instead of answering, Geralt took a sip from the Demijohn. Yes, yes, sighed Dandelion anew. The world is changing, the sun sets, and vodka is coming to an end. What is your opinion? What else, in your opinion, is coming to an end? You mentioned something about endings, philosopher. I'll give you a couple of examples. Said Geralt after a moment's silence. All from two months this side of the Buena. Buena. One day I ride up and what do I see? A bridge. And under that bridge sits a troll and demands every passerby pay him. Those who refuse have a leg injured. Sometimes both. So I go to the alderman. How much will you give me for the troll? He's amazed. What are you talking about? He asks. Who will repair the bridge if the troll's not there? He repairs it regularly with the sweat of his brow. Solid work, first rate. It's cheaper to pay the toll, so I ride on. And what do I see? A forked tail. Not very big, about four yards. Nose tip to tail. It's flying, carrying a sheep in its talons. I go to the village. How much? I ask. Will you pay for the fork tail? The peasants fall on their knees. No! They shout. It's our baron's youngest daughter's favorite dragon. If a scale falls from its back, the baron will burn our hamlet. Excuse me. And skin us. I ride on. And I'm getting hungrier and hungrier. I ask around for work. And certainly there is. It's there, but... What work? To kiss a rasok for Soka. one man. Soka, rasoka for one man. A nymph for another. Dryad for a third. They've gone completely mad. The villages are teeming with girls, but they want humanoids. Another asked me to kill a mechopteran. Mechopteran? Sure. Yeah. And bring him the bone for its hand crushed and poured into a soup and cure impotence. That's rubbish, interrupted Dandelion. I've tried it. It doesn't strengthen anything, and it makes soup taste like old socks. But if people believe it and are inclined to pay... I'm not going to kill Mechoptrans. Yep, <laughs> that nor any other harmless creatures. Then you'll go hungry unless you change your line of work. To what? Whatever. Become a priest. You wouldn't be bad at it. You're all scruples, your morality, your knowledge <laughs> of people and everything. The fact that you don't believe in any gods shouldn't be a problem. I don't know many priests who do. Become a priest and stop feeling sorry for yourself. I'm not feeling sorry for myself. I'm stating the facts. Dandelion crossed his legs and examined his sworn his worn soul with interest. You remind me, Geralt, of an old fisherman who, toward the end of his life, discovered that fish stink and the breeze from the sea makes your bones ache. Be consistent. Talking and regretting won't get you anywhere. If I were to find that the demand for poetry had come to an end, I'd hang up my lute and become a gardener. I'd grow roses. Nonsense. You're not capable of giving it up. Well, agreed the poet, still staring at his soul. Maybe not. But our professions differ somewhat. The demand for poetry and the sound of lute strings will never decline. It's worse for your trade. You're witches, after all. Deprive yourselves of work, slowly but surely. 
The better and more consistently you work, the less work there is for you. After all, your goal in this world is a world without monsters. A world which is peaceful and safe. A world where witches are unnecessary. A paradox, isn't it? True. In the past, when unicorns still existed, there was quite a large group of girls who took care of their virtue in order to be able to hunt them, do you remember? And the rat catchers with their pipes, everybody was fighting over their services, but they were finished off by alchemists and their effective poisons and then domesticated ferrets and weasels. The little animals are cheaper and nicer and don't guzzle so much beer. Notice the analogy. I do. So, use other people's experiences. The unicorn virgins, when they lost their jobs, immediately popped their cherry. Some, eager to make up for years of sacrifice, became famous far and wide for their technique and zeal. The rat catchers, well, you'd better not copy them, because they, to a man, took to drink and went to the dogs. And, well, now it looks as if the time has come for wishes. You're reading, you're reading Roderick de November. As far as I remember, there are mentions of witches there. Of the first ones. Who started work some 300 years ago. In the days when the peasants used to go to reap the harvest in armed bands. When villages were surrounded by a triple stockade. When merchants' caravans looked like the march of regular troops. And loaded catapults stood on the ramparts of the few towns night and day. But it was us, human beings, who were the intruders here. The land was ruled by dragons and manticores and griffins and amphibians. I'm going to assume that that's supposed to be like amphibians, like like water creatures. Oh, amphibians. Yeah, Vampires, werewolves, striegers, kikimoras, chimeras, and flying drakes. And this land had to be taken away from them bit by bit. Every valley, every mountain pass, every forest, and every meadow. And we didn't manage that without the invaluable help of witches. But those times have gone, Geralt. Inconceivably gone. The Baron won't allow a forktail to be killed because it's the last... Draco need for a thousand miles and no longer gives rise to fear, but rather compassion and nostalgia for times past. The troll under the bridge gets on with people. He's not a monster used to frighten children. He's a relic and a local attraction, and a useful one at that. And Chimera, Manticores, and Ansphysboian, Bonus, Bonus, I can't pronounce that word to save me fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> They dwell in virgin forests and inaccessible mountains. So I was right. Something is coming to an end. Whether you like it or not, something is coming to an end. I don't like you mouthing banal platitudes. I don't like your expression when you do it. What's happening to you? I don't recognize you, Geralt. Ah, plague on it. Let's go south as soon as possible to those wild countries. As soon as you've cut down a couple monsters, your blues will disappear. There's supposed to be a fair number of monsters down there. They say that when an old woman's tired of life, she goes alone and weaponless into the woods to collect brushwood. The consequences are guaranteed. You should go and settle there for good. Maybe I should, but I won't. Why? It's easier for a witcher to make money there. Easier to make money. Geralt took a sip from the Demijohn. But harder to spend it. And on top of that, they eat pearl barley and millet. The beer tastes like piss and the girls don't wash. And the mosquitoes bite. Dandelion chuckled loudly and rested his head against the bookshelf on the leather-bound volumes. Millets and mosquitoes. That reminds me of our first expedition together to the edge of the world, he said. Do you remember we met the Fet in Gullet and you persuaded me? This is me or you? 
I think that's you. It's me. Yeah. You persuaded you. me. You. Oh no no no. That's you. It's you. You persuaded me. You had to flee from Goulette as fast as your horse could carry you, because the girl you had knocked up under the mu musician's podium had four sturdy brothers. They were looking for you all over town, threatening to gild you and cover you in pitch and sawdust. That's why you hung on to me, then. And you almost jumped out of your pants with joy to have a companion. Until then, you had your horse for company. But you're right, it was as you say. For I have disappeared for a while, and the Valley of Flowers seemed just right for my purpose. It was, after all, supposed to be the age of the inhabited world, the last outpost of civilization, the farthest point on the borders of the two worlds, remember? I remember. And there ends part zero, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I was like, this is part one. Not even part one. I hate the way this dude ends parts. It's so bizarre. Yeah, yeah, I'm warned a little bit. <laughs> I, I, here's what I'm gonna, here, I'm gonna, I am loving the story so far. Great, great characters, very engaging. Absolutely hate the way this dude tells stories. Uh, well, you're gonna, you're gonna be a little bit more, um, you're gonna feel a little bit better about this next chapter because the parts are not quite as long. They're like this, this part one is only eight pages. Well, I don't mind the parts being long if, but like the It is confusing the way that it's broken up for it's sure. It's so like bizarre. Not even, not even a question of that. But, but no, no, what I have a problem with is like the, the part when they were, when the, the two part, part two. <laughs> yeah. There was easily 30 pages didn't need to be there. Yeah, no, like no, there, there was definitely there was a lot so of much fluff in there. rambling and just like just filler that like didn't add to the end of that situation at all. Yeah, especially since we don't really have time to get to know anybody except for Iced in that situation. Uh, and even then, they focused so much on all of the other clans that we didn't really get a whole lot. So I thought that the guy who was making the the animal noises, who they focused on like a lot, yeah, I thought that that was Ice, who ends up being the stepfather of Pavetta. Right. But it wasn't. No, they're two different people. Totally different people. <laughs> so no, I know they, the, they spent the, a lot of time focused on shit that didn't really. Matter. I said that at the start of this book, um, when. There are there are certain instances where he just starts throwing out names of people as though we should know. It's very it's very biblical. with with <laughs> such weird descriptors that it's like, who? What are they doing? Been where <laughs> you <With> been? Who? <laughs> no, literally. There, I remember listening to the first chapter of this book going. What is going on? Who's who is doing what, and why are they doing it? Like, what is actually happening in this book? And the more you read, well, obviously, it starts to come together, but it's so confusing to, at some points. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, there is a lot. Uh, like, the, because we're not reading it in, we're not reading it in published order. We're reading it in chronological order. Right, and that's fine. I understand that. Um, so it is going to be a little bit more confusing for us because there's like a general world setup that we've missed up to this point. Something tells me it wouldn't be much better. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, if, if I, I, I don't remember what the first book is, but I think it's The Blood of the Elves. The, the first book does help a little bit with setting up the different characters. But like even even here, like we don't get we don't get a good descriptor of Geralt. Like there has not been a good physical descriptor of Geralt up to this point. White hair. Like we know that we know that he has white hair. White hair. Um, That's what and we, we know that, And we know that he he has uh, he has uniquely colored eyes and that he's very pale. Right. Otherwise, we don't know a whole lot about him. Yeah. Yeah. The, so. it's it's I can understand 
people not getting into this book series. But like it, it, which is sad because like it is an interesting story and like the characters are interesting, but it is way too Dude, confusing. As as a as, as a, a like, start. as a as a weird offbeat example, this is the number one reason why most people have never read the Bible is because it is not an easy read by any means. Right, <laughs> that's 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 funny. <laughs> Like the first, the first fucking three books of the Bible are just long lists of who's related to who. Right, right. Like, <laughs> you, you, you get halfway through, you're like, "Hold on, what was the point of that first part?" <laughs> I don't like. I kind of get it, but like, yeah, didn't really it, it seem is, necessary. When when you have when you have complex writing, it's it, like Tolkien and and Lewis are very unique in the sense. That they managed to make complex writing almost conversational. Yeah, I, I'm excited to have that comparison because we're gonna start reading The Hobbit, so we're gonna we're gonna yeah. have we're gonna have a comparison to like two two overly descriptive writers and see see how that works. Because I've never read The Hobbit, so it'll you know I, fresh eyes coming into it, and and I, yeah. I will be honest with whether or not I feel it's the same or not. But but just just based on. Like, cause I have, I've read some of, is it the Children of Hearn? Yeah, that, Children yeah. of Hearn. I've read, read a little. Yeah, I think you've read a little bit of the Silmarillion as well. Yeah, I've read a little bit, and and just based off of those, like, you know, it it seems as though it will be different, but we'll see, we'll see. Should yeah, be interesting. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's all we've got for this <sighs> evening, my yes, friends. Thank sir. you for joining us on the line of this dark. Tale. If you have not already subscribed to the podcast on your favorite podcasting app and or website, I will encourage you now to do so um, by subscribing to the podcast. You do help to promote it and get it to more people on the recommended pages for whatever platform you are recommending it on. Um, and if you are on uh, Stitcher or on iTunes, leaving a review uh, or any of the any of the podcasting platforms that allow for reviews. Leaving a review is another great way to support the podcast. Big shout out to all of our patrons over on Patreon uh, who support the podcast and uh, who this week will be getting the first episode of uh, Who the Fuck Asked You um, and hopefully more of those in the very near future. Um, thank you to all of our patrons who support and to all of our regular listeners. And of course, a big shout out to the all the way through squad. Uh, I'm going to get a better name for you guys. The, the, the <laughs> returning adventurers, I guess. The, nope, nope. the ones who it's, get the quest and come back. That's the all the way through squad. The that's, all the way through squad. Because yes. they, uh, they made it. The official, our, our official reviewer, Marcus, then yeah, Ray, buddy. Irewolf, and of course, Selena. Thank you guys so much for supporting you guys are beasts. Much appreciated. Um, Always. Much love, much appreciation. Uh, so, uh, don't forget to follow my brother over here on Instagram at A N N N S E A N and Sean. Ooh, yes, please. And then, of please, course, you. at The Real Thick Jesus over on TikTok, two Q's yep. extra thick. Uh, and then at Real Thick Jesus over on Twitter. And of course, you guys can find me at The Real Slim Jesus or Real Slim Jesus on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram, respectively. And of course, Black Dragon Tavern on all of the things. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I appreciate the heck out of you. Uh, so until next time. Uh, oh, we will be starting The Hobbit this week. Yes, this, we will. This coming Friday will be the first episode of The Hobbit. So if you're it. listening to this. <laughs> If you're listening to this on uh, the public platform, not on Patreon, well, actually, for both. If you're listening to it on Patreon, you're getting The Hobbit next week. If you're listening to it on uh, public platform, you'll be getting The Hobbit next week. <laughs> <laughs> so, Everybody gets it next yeah, week. Everybody's getting it next week. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Until next time, stay bloodthirsty, my friends, and remember... All hail. The Black Dragons. We will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. just there's a, there's a there's a guy who does anime characters as well
What do you mean? Like he'll insert different anime characters as well. Like there's oh. the the main the main oh, character I from. See. Like the, the his favorite ones to do seem to be the. Um, the guy, the main character from Black Clover, and All Might. Because the main character from uh, Black Clover is all about like, like going beyond your limit. Mm-hmm. And obviously, All Might is is also all about like going above plus ultra. You know, that's like right. his, his thing. This is, that's that's what he do. Right. So what he what he'll do is like he'll he'll have himself get pulled over by a by a police officer. And his, uh, he'll he'll say he'll say something about like, uh, like oh I, I needed to get home I had you know my I had my, my family, you know and the the guy will be like did you say family the guy will be like this has nothing to do with your family you broke the law and then he will say like I'm sorry I didn't mean to go over the speed limit and then the the guy will transform into the anime character who'll be like did you say limit you should always be going above <laughs> and beyond your limit. <laughs> That's okay. See, though, that's funny. Those, that's good. It's different. It's funny. I have a, I have a question for you. I, I was, yeah. since you brought up anime, it has nothing to do with what we were just talking about. That's fine. Um, but I was trying to think of you remember, you remember that anime that uh, Ryan introduced us to? So there was S-Cry-Ed. reader, the, the, is it S Cry Ed? Oh my S-Cry-Ed, god, dude. Yeah. I've, I've literally been trying to think of that for the last three days. And Ryan did. Ryan didn't introduce us to Read or Die. Really? Yeah. Who did? That was that was me. I found Read or Die. Really? Yeah. S. Cryad, that's it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> dude! I literally was trying to find this for so long. That's... Dude, okay. So uh, I I just found an anime that's got like mad S Cryed vibes, but it's like S Cryed meets Voltron and Gun- Gundam. See, and that like, what what's the name of the anime? I that's what I thought S Cryed like. That's what I was remembering was it was like, like like Voltron mecha suits. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it was like mecha suits, but not like, not like classic mecha suits. Like it wasn't. Um, what are they called? Yeah, What's it the... was more. It was more like. Um... And they were like body, body modified. Yeah, it, suits. it was. It was more like. It was like, like Iron Code... Man. Yeah, like like Code Geass sort of stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just, dude, I could not think of that anime to save my life. But I knew it had a name like that. I was look, like I was, dude, I was going through lists of it because I didn't remember when it, like, started right. either. And I was like, I knew it was early ish two thousands. I probably went through 150 animes <laughs> trying to find that. It's nowhere. It's on no one's top list. Because it's one of those vague ones from the past. But Fooly Cooly and Escorayed were the ones Fooly that, good. Were, that, that Ryan was super into. But he didn't introduce Fooly Cooly either. We, no, but we, those, were, those we caught, were the ones that he was like big on, though. We caught that in... Um, yeah. He introduced us to Red versus Blue and S. Cryed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember the Red versus Blue. I just I couldn't. I, man, I could have swore he introduced us to Reader Die too. Reader Die is probably my like one of my top animes of all time. Reader Reader Die is up there with Hibonai uh, Renme for me. Like it's one of those super Renmei. The one that I had the first volume of the DVD that we got at uh, GameStop. And it's the one oh, where the, girl, the one she, with like the angel, right? So she yeah. like, she like spawns into this. It's like it's kind of an isekai, but it's it not is, really. it is. Like she sort of just like spawns into this world, and then like like half a day into her being there, she she grows giant angel wings out of her back. Yeah, and uh, dude, yeah. God, there's so many good animes. There really are. There are so many good so animes. What? Yes, we are. Yeah, not really. Oh no, we these this is the pre the pre episode rant. Yeah. This is what this, well, this is, is what this uh, is the this is the pre game. Yeah, this is what this is what uh Marcus looks forward to after <laughs> every episode. He's like, Yeah, 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 the book with the book's cool, whatever. He's but, like, Yeah, yeah, the reading. But the rant, great. But the rant. What you guys what you guys got? <laughs> what you guys what you guys on about today? 
You know, the, uh, the last episode we did irritated the ever-living crap out of me for the rant. Because I was editing it and I realized that there were like 12 points that we started and never finished. Oh, dude, we were all <laughs> over the place. I, I don't even honestly Marcus was like, oh, man, this was great. I learned so much. I was like, I hated this episode. <laughs> I, yeah, I, we were. <laughs> there, was, there was so we much were all, <laughs> We were all over the place with that one. I don't even remember exactly what like started that rant. That's why we need a moderator. We need somebody on the on the podcast with us to keep us on task. <laughs> like if it's interesting, then it's fine to let us rant. But we have right. to make sure we finish the point when we start ranting. <laughs> Not open up thirty seven other tabs and yeah, then like... leave them <laughs> with no resolution. We didn't even leave them. We just straight up closed the browser. <laughs> We're like, open, you still open, have, open, 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 you, open, you still have 37 tabs open. Are you sure you want to close all? You're like, yeah, no, don't even worry about it. Just close them. Close all of them. Uh, I'm sure I don't need any of those. Anyways, so the 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 two super neat animes that I've I've just I've very recently, well, three technically. So there's uh, Vivi Fluorite Eyes Song is really good. Like fucking, such a long name. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's just called Vivi, but the the sub the, the oh, subtext okay. is Fluoride Eyes Song. Right. Uh, and it's about this this very near future where AIs are basically like service robots. Um, and it's sort of yeah, like a, it's sort a of like I robot Yeah, it's like a pre I robot sort of sort uh, okay, of. Okay, like right? kind of like right right at the start of that. Yeah, it's like it's like it's it's. It's, yeah, like a hundred years before, like, where iRobot would be mm. in a world. Right, right. And, uh... I'm about it. This, this songstress, who, she's an AI who is designed to make people happy with singing, right? That's, right. That's her AI directive. Um, ends up being, uh, the choice of a super advanced AI from the future comes back in time to stop uh, in a very terminatory style way to stop the the war between the AI and humanity. It's inevitable, man. When you have <laughs> when you have artificial intelligence, you're yeah. gonna get well. This Terminator. this has a, I'm, I'm not gonna t- I'm like I'm not gonna spoil it for you in case you want to watch it. But it has a really interesting spin on why this happens. Oh, okay. So it, it's it's less it's less to do with like oh robots are destined to destroy us. As much as it is like, oh, we're destined to destroy ourselves, more or less. Like, well, I feel like, like I well, I feel like that that's the that's kind of the overarching theme of that genre, though. Is like you have the AI, and they're like, you will inevitably be your own demise. So we need to like kind of eliminate. And yeah, then but, it, but it's 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 a different it's redirect. a different it's a different spin on that. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, um, the other one is called Gleipnir, which I already told you about. It's which the one where the kid the kid turns into like the the mascot costume, like the alien it gives people powers, and he turns into a like a like a a giant beast that is a mascot you costume. Did not tell me about that. Oh, I might have told, I might have told our sister about it then. I was like, "You lie!" <laughs> but it's a, it's 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 not like it's not it's 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 very mature themed. Yeah, so it it deals a lot more with like stuff like that. But super super interesting. Like it and Glepnir is an interesting title because Glepnir is the name of the ring, the arm ring that Odin has that every nine days produces eight exact replicas of it, giving Odin infinite wealth. That. What a hold on. Every nine days, creates it produces eight. eight perfect replicas of itself. Yes. Huh. That's cool. How do I, how do I get me one of them? Yeah. Uh, well, there are two in existence. There's Glepnir and the Ring of Andvari. Um, they both do the same. But if you have Andvari's ring, then you own his his wealth hoard. And if you own his wealth hoard, then you also own the curse on it, which means you have to die a horrible death at some point. I mean, that's okay. Right, yeah. Like, I be super-duper wealthy and then die. Like, yeah. Just, I mean... Sounds about right. Well, why not? Um, Look, it's going to happen eventually. Like, it's going to happen anyways. Like, why not 
so be rich as fuck <laughs> and then just die a horrible death that's you know like live live big die big that's that's yeah, my motto live, live big die big um but yeah and the vivi <laughs> the, vivi, the vivi one has spectacular animation like the animation and the art is uh, is breathtaking like so good. yeah but the one i think you'll really like is the uh, it's sssss dot dinazeon dinazeon or i can't pronounce it but um it's i've only we've only watched two two episodes yeah but it's <clears throat> like the animation is really good uh, what's, got, what's it about so i don't actually know what it's about but what ends up happening in the first episode because uh, i've only seen the first i think like one and a half episodes but it, it has like heavy s vibes to it oh nice oh okay so that's what you were talking about that's the one yeah so uh kid runs into this random like weird dude underneath a bridge uh, which is a really co- i'm realizing after i've said that it's very common thematity in a lot of <laughs> japanese anime nowadays right that's exactly what happens in bungo stray dogs too yeah uh but he runs into this guy who's basically starving to death underneath a bridge which also happens that's, in bungo straight up I was the, that's literally the premise of that yeah that's literally <laughs> uh, the exact premise but he he gives the guy um like a leftover sandwich from his lunch okay, and the now, guy, we're, now we're getting different <laughs> yeah and then the guy the guy eats it and uh then like demands Turns he pay into he, the he, sandwich yeah well no he demands that he the guy pay him back like he's like he's like he's like i you know i owe you big time you saved my life yeah da, 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 da. um and then this guy calls himself a kaiju user and everybody's like what the fuck are you talking about like what like kaijus don't exist what are you what are you talking about <laughs> so th- this guy just seems like super fucking kaiju crazy exist for you and he ends up chasing this guy like this guy ends up chasing him around all day yeah like trying to trying to to pay him back and then in the midst if of only if that was how real life worked right and in the midst of like this this sort of slice of life anime then suddenly this giant monster appears in the middle of the city and it's like it's like a, a robot kaiju huh and well they, it's it, yeah okay and the and the the implication is that this guy can control them but we don't like we don't actually like he tries and then he can't and then just out of nowhere, he pulls this this diamond horse out of his bag and holds it up in the air, and it turns into a mech. <laughs> because why? Because anime. That's yeah, why. and then and then we get a little bit of a monologue from the guy. He's like, he's like, oh, so that's what this thing does. And then, like, <laughs> that's beautiful. That's, and then they, they, it goes through the thing, and then special. and then. Uh, it, the the mech in the process of forming absorbed three other people um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> two of the people Oops. were with the guy at the time and one was just a random dude who was taking pictures with his cousin of this giant mech that had appeared <laughs> that's funny <laughs> uh but yeah dude like it it has it has it, it looks like it's gonna be a really good one yeah you'll have to keep me updated on that uh, and then we tried, to, we tried to watch another one called Combatants Will Be Dispersed. And while it's funny, it's not really that great. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, can't all be winners. Although Lady lady found one that she loves to death, and it's called Lord Dragon Hunts for Houses. And it's about a dragon who gets kicked out of his his dragon brood because he's he's a worthless dragon. Like, he's not good at being a dragon. Right. So his dad kicks him out, and he has to go and find a house. So he ends up finding a, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know, you know what needs to happen. What we need to bring all of the story writers and conceptors from Japan over to Hollywood so that we can get some original movies out. Okay. Yeah. Because 100%. that, that, <laughs> that, <laughs> what the fuck is that? I'm not even like <laughs> shitting on it. I'm just like that. Who so... thinks of that? So then, uh, then he ends up meeting this this elf who is a real estate agent, architect, and uh, he, the reigning dark lord. Yeah. 
<laughs> and that's that's why she okay. loves it because the the Dark Lord is like super sassy, but he's also very muted. So yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm about that. And it's it is it is it's only got it's only got eight episodes in English, but it's right. it's it's pretty fucking funny. It's pretty good. That's 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 bizarre. Animes animes are so like what. I mean, they're all weird. Even the ones that aren't are weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's yeah. I was uh, I, I I've I've started to think a lot about anime and how much I miss watching it because uh, like Caleb and his buddies are getting like like well a lot of his buddies are into it and like he's getting into it. Um, and like I was talking with him and a couple of his friends and just like it, they how, got because. How- how Go was ahead. your man's birthday, by the way? Oh, it was great. Good. Fan- yeah, fantastic. Glad. 24 years old. Wow. What they a grow up so fucking fast. child. Grow up so fast. <laughs> Jock, uh, Jock was out here. He's like, he's like, man, I'm going to be 30 soon. I only got three years left. I'm like, motherfucker, I turned oh, more than 30 because I can't reveal my age on the podcast. But I turned more than 30 this year. So <laughs> I, I, t- I turned more than 30 at a time... <laughs> Prior. At a time undisclosed. Uh, undisclosed. Okay. <laughs> At an undisclosed time and location. I don't know why everybody's all harping on thirties. Like thirties. Yeah, not that like old. I, I don't feel I don't feel old. Like 30, I didn't feel I didn't not, feel old dude. until I went back to the gym, and then 30, I realized well, yeah. that I don't I don't well, feel old. I'm out of shape. <laughs> I was like, you're not old. Yeah, you're just out of shape. There's a difference. Unhealthy. Because, yeah, <laughs> huge difference. Thirty, not old. Like, it's just because. From fifteen to thirty, like, like, seem like there's there's a huge difference there, and like that's I feel like everybody associates. Well, like, I mean, because if you think about it, from fifteen to thirty, you're you you're basically doubling the amount of time that you've been on this earth, right? But and, for that but, to happen again, you have to be sixty years old, right? Well, and and but the amount that your life changes in because like from from born to fifteen, your life doesn't really drastically yeah it's it's pretty much like your life you're doing the same thing for those 15 years more or less like obviously that varies from person to person but i always but then from 22 year olds are like so much is changing in my life i'm so excited i'm like (laughs) welcome to existing as a human being (laughs) welcome to not being in high school (laughs) right but but that's i think that's why like people think 30 is just like this whoa big number i'm turning 30 it's just it's it's not that old. <laughs> it, yeah. You're like, you're not that old at 30. I'm sorry. Like everybody's like makes a big deal out of 30. It's not that old. Yeah. You're not really like, old to hit like 34, 35. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, now that being said, <laughs> there is a huge difference between 25 year olds and 30 year olds. <laughs> oh yeah. Massive. <laughs> the, Age uh, age is important for for a few reasons, but not for what people typically associate the important reasons of age. Dude, the I had most an important is just experience. You just I had an, get I had an more argument experience. earlier today, which I I, I didn't you think it was had an, an argument. I I didn't think it was an argument until I got about halfway through it, and then I realized I was arguing uh, because I thought the guy was joking. But I put out a TikTok where I was you like... You know, hold on. I'm going to stop you there for a second. <laughs> you got to stop doing that because you know how many times you t- you start a story with... You know, <laughs> I had an encounter. I thought the guy was joking. <laughs> you need to... You need I'm to, just realizing how dumb people are. Okay, so I put out a oh, TikTok yeah. that, said, that said, there are morons who will take the third definition of a word and they will ride it like it is the best dick they've ever had. They will ride that shit like it's sea biscuit. Okay. Okay. Right. He took that as me saying that the third definition of the word is not a definition of the word. And even after I explained to him that defending your point based off of saying that it is the most important or the only definition of the word is a stupid position to take. He still kept trying to argue that I was saying the third definition of the word is not the definition of the word. And it finally got to a point where I was like, mate, you and I are not having the same conversation. (laughs) Like, you're not talking to me because you're making up points 
and then you're challenging those points. <laughs> that's that's really funny. <laughs> Which is why I thought he was joking. Yeah. Because it genuinely sounded like he was just being a shitlord. <laughs> and I thought that he was, but then I did, like I got into I got further in and I was like I was like, mate, repeat for me exactly what I said. And he's like, I did. And you said you said this meaning doesn't matter. I'm like and I and I'm like all right, have a fucking nice day. And you're like, and conversation <laughs> over because you and he's definitely like, are not. He's like, he's like, video. I will, and I'm gonna go read dig. He's, I'm gonna go read the dictionary, so I'm not dumb. And I was like, mate, this conversation has convinced me that you have never read a book, <laughs> and that never, your ears yeah. and eyes don't work very well. Never understood a book because you can read. I'm a gonna book. still, I'm gonna still qualify that as never having read a book. I, uh, all right, that's yeah. Because I, I, I can, I can, sit on a sea doo. That doesn't mean I've ridden a sea doo. Okay. Touche, <laughs> touche. Like I can be like, I can be like, I'm a sailor man, but that doesn't just because I've stood on a boat doesn't mean I've ever sailed a ship. Okay. <laughs> I was a pirate in me twenties. No, <laughs> you stood on a boat for five minutes at Disneyland. <laughs> With okay. an iPad. Not on. the same thing. Yeah, not the same thing. <laughs> Arr. I don't know. <laughs> All right. You ready to get this going? Yeah, I mean, I guess we can read the book. <laughs> At some point. All right. A moment of silence, if you please. <laughs> 